Ecclesiastes 4. Again, I saw all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold, the tears of the oppressed, and they had no one to comfort them. And on the side of their oppressors there was power, and there was no one to comfort them. And I thought the dead who were already dead more fortunate than the living who are still alive. But better than both is he who has not yet been and has not seen the evil deeds that are done under the sun. Then I saw that all toil and all skill and work come from a man's envy of his neighbor. This also is vanity and a striving after wind. The fool folds his hands and eats his own flesh. Better is a handful of quietness than two hands full of toil and a striving after wind. Again, I saw vanity under the sun, one person who has no other, either son or brother. Yet there is no end to all his toil, and his eyes are never satisfied with riches, so that he never asks, For whom am I toiling and depriving myself of pleasure? This also is vanity and an unhappy business. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Better was a poor and wise youth than an old and foolish king who no longer knew how to take advice. For he went from prison to the throne, though in his own kingdom he had been born poor. I saw all the living who move about under the sun, along with that youth who was to stand in the king's place. There was no end of all the people, all of whom he led. Yet those who come later will not rejoice in him. Surely this also is a vanity and a striving after wind. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Um, we're, we're continuing in Ecclesiastes. Yeah, we are. I'm uh, Jeremy Brooks, and I'm here with Will Carlisle. And yeah, you know, again, Ecclesiastes is this wisdom literature that God has given us. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, but it, it helps us understand wisdom in this world that God has created in, in a particular way. And it's, and it's constantly reminding us and pointing us to things that are like striving after wind. Like, I don't know if, I don't know about you, Will, I've never caught the wind. Nope. Um, <laughs> and so I, I love that imagery of just like the, the kinds of ways that we can live our life that's similar to running after wind and trying to catch it. Yeah. Um, and he, he makes the, the author makes that kind of comment, uh, multiple times in this passage. So, um, after reading through it though, are there any particular sections that stood out to you or were interesting? Yeah. I mean, so in the middle verses nine through 12, that's really probably besides like a, there's a time for everything. This is probably the most invoked passage from mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. Like I think of the, um, old song two are better than one. Um, oh, yeah. and, uh, bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back, baby. The threefold cord is not quickly right. broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Ecclesiastes is not known for being like super inspiring, <laughs> <laughs> but 
this is kind of like the inspiring section yeah. that people would tend to yank mm-hmm. and and um talk about. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it just points to the 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 goodness of of being with another, mm. um, right? And 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 the strength even in yeah. that, um, and and the strength in relationships and and it's interesting how it connects it to to toil um, mm-hmm. and work and uh, and just the kinds of things that we're doing in this world to 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 stay alive and to um, you know, produce a harvest in a sense to, pr- to produce means for, for going on. Um, and a lot of that's compared in the beginning though, to like, then I saw that all the toil and all skill and work come from a man's envy of his neighbor. This yeah. is also vain. So that's interesting. That's a different yeah. kind of relationship, um, where work is not done like together, but mm-hmm. is done like because you envy another. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting. It, it is an interesting verse. It's an interesting call because that kind of you can see that in the sort of negative effect of mm-hmm. capitalism is competition mm-hmm. creates progress, and you know this idea like the only reason Apple is releasing new iPhones every year is because Samsung is too. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's the world we live in is as people working and competing out of envy of mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. And though it creates progress, it also creates rivalry, dissension, and a whole host of issues mm-hmm. with it. And, you know, kind of connecting this back to some other, the passages that have led up to this. Yeah. I'm reminded of one of my friends, Blake Watley. Um, he has this phrase that he kind of, lives by and it's it's always been really profound to me and it's really simple it's just love what is near Hmm. and I remember when he told me that for the first time it was so striking because you know I tend to be like a a pretty forward like future oriented person thinking about like the next step and Hmm. and really when life is really good for me is when I can slow down and just love like where God has put me mm-hmm. and the people mm-hmm. that he's put me around. And I really think a lot of Ecclesiastes is promoting this idea of like, look, there's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to come, people are going to go. Seasons are going to change. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. Just be grateful for where you are and rejoice in the season that God has put you in. Mm-hmm. That is your lot. And I think this really stirring passage about two is better than one, you know, be bound to the people around you, like love the people around you and don't go out and try to, to lone wolf it, you know, and and Mm -hmm. there, there is great uh, reward in that humility and that meekness of of leaning on one another. Yeah. There's, there's reward, there's humility. And like you said, there's, there's this strength um, that, I think is just so in contrast to the, uh, to, to the, to the vanity that keeps being talked about and like the, yeah. the vapor likeness yeah. of, of these other ways of living in the world, this yeah. envious way of living in the world of others is, is just not strong at mm-hmm. all. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's it, you can't even grasp it. Absolutely. But, and so I love how you connected. I love how you connected <laughs> that to love, um, which is like almost like, 
something we should be doing. Mm-hmm. But then in, in like in, in the sense of like, let's bind, like bind ourselves together and, yeah. and love one another. Yeah. But in so doing, you actually are also like bringing about that binding together. Yeah. Like it's very, it's very possible for us, even you and me, like we work together yeah. and we're here together and we can, we can work in such a way that we're not loving mm-hmm. one another and being yeah. bound together and having that strength. Totally. Um, and yeah. I mean, that's sadly like a part of church culture in a lot of places is as er- the earlier in the chapter talks about is people working out of envy of one another. And, mm-hmm. and it's sad to see in the church where like ministries are, you know, one ministry season, our ministry growing and it creates this like comparison dynamic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it can happen anywhere. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, man, I, I pray that, that we would be a, a church of love yeah. like that and we'd have that strength yeah. in, in unity. So so another just like closing before we close mm-hmm. it out, what do you make of this little parable thing at the end talking about it's kind of confusing wording in the ESV, mm-hmm. this poor wise youth, the old foolish king. Yeah. Did anything come to like, what did you make of that as we read that? Yeah, better better was a poor wise youth than an old foolish king who no longer knew how to take advice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that is interesting. the 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 uh, this the temptation in our age, mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know we know that with age comes wisdom, comes knowledge, comes yeah. experience, but there is this temptation towards. Um, I mean, I guess it's pride. Mm-hmm. in that we would no longer take advice. We would no longer think there is more to learn. Yeah. And in the beauty of a, of a young person is that they're like sponges that yeah, just yeah. soak it all up. And, and so I think that, uh, I mean, imagine that's a, that's a rare thing to see when an older man is still like a sponge like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful thing and it's oh, a yeah. powerful thing. Yeah. And the, the amount of wisdom there grows, mm-hmm. um, in, in that old age. And so, yeah, yeah. that's it, just some thoughts. It's an interesting story that's kind of laid out here. It's like this. I, I also read kind of, as we were talking, the, uh, I read the message translation, mm-hmm. like Eugene Peterson's sort of recap or summarization. Um, and, because it, it, you know, he kind of just puts it in that like Americana colloquial uh, phrasing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's this interesting rags to riches story that's told after he like observes this, you know, from prison to the throne, and mm. then he he summarizes with like, but this also was vanity because mm-hmm. like the people got used to it, and those who come later will not rejoice in him, mm-hmm. and kind of connecting that back to verse uh, six where it says better is a handful of quietness than two handful, two hands full of toil Mm -hmm. and striving after the wind. I, I love that he lands the plan here for chapter four where there's, we love this like Cinderella story Mm. and kind of like building, building something from nothing. And, that too, though, you know, even though we can kind of like idolize that story and, and strive after that, mm-hmm. like it just ends up back at mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, this person climbs the totem pole, he gets to the top and then it's like the new normal 
and it's lo- it loses its sheen immediately. And so, like, how then should we live? We should live quiet, faithful lives. So that's mm-hmm. the phrase we keep coming back mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think that's such an interesting counterintuitive to how we operate way of, of viewing mm-hmm. things. Yeah. That quiet, that quiet faithfulness is more in line with the eternal weight of glory Yeah, that yeah. we can be living for versus this temporary Absolutely. vapor yeah. that this story points to. So yeah. that's great. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jeremy Brooks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.